first is that we have third-party client validation. You know, as of the recording of this, our firm has close to 8,000 public reviews, and we even have them on our website for each individual attorney. We put them all on there, even the negative ones, because we want to build trust with transparency with prospective clients. Well, hello and welcome to the Jay Sterling Hughes Show, where we share the secrets and the strategies of how we are building a rapidly growing law practice. You know, over the past nine years, we have grown from zero to 25 attorneys and doing over $15 million in revenue. And my purpose here is to document what's working and what's not working in our practice with hopes that you can take that and you can recontextualize that for your practice and shorten your success curve. My name is Jeff Hughes and I'm your host. And in today's show, we're gonna talk about the patterns and the characteristics that I have observed over the years in the top 1% of performing law firms. So these are the best of the best. These are the commonalities that they share. First, it starts at the top. It starts with leadership and top performing law firms always have leaders that have a growth mindset. You cannot give what you do not have. And the number one quality of growth mindset leaders is that they listen and they listen really well and they invite criticism and they invite feedback into the world and they make it comfortable and safe and easy for teammates around them to share something that maybe that leader doesn't naturally want to hear, or maybe it's slightly critical, or maybe it's an opposing idea for what they're trying to put forward. I remember one time I made a mistake and we had an all team meeting of our lawyers. And I think at that time we probably had around 17, 18 lawyers or so. It's best in those environments to make the meetings informational in nature and not an open for debate, especially if you have a group of strong-willed, intelligent lawyers. Well, I made that mistake of opening up, asking for feedback on a pretty emotional topic to our entire legal staff. And it just dwindled and disintegrated into a free for all of debate. I lost control of the room, entirely lost control. And I remember putting on the brakes, stopping the discussion. It was clear that I was frustrated and annoyed. My body language, everything communicated that. And I stopped it. I said, let's move on. We're not going to talk about that anymore. It, it was the wrong thing to do to start the topic in a group anyway. But what really damaged my credibility was sending the message and stopping the debate on that and letting everyone know if it gets too hot, I'm just going to stop it. And it took years, I think, to rebuild from that. It was, it was really difficult and a big mistake that I made. The takeaway lesson surely was if you're seeking feedback, do it in one-on-one -on -one settings or at least in small groups, not in an entire group um, setting like I did. It was just a dumb move that I made. So that first quality of top performing law firms, it starts at the top with the leaders. And those leaders have a growth mindset that springs from listening, inviting feedback, inviting criticism so they can get better. And if you were lucky enough to have one or maybe a group of individuals around you who are willing to authentically and constructively share criticism with you, man, that is a gift. Protect that, it is so precious if you have that as a leader. The second characteristic of top performing law firms is that there is a simple, easy to understand plan in place. It is very difficult to have a plan and make it really simple consistently. What we tend to do when we create plans and strategies is to make them complicated. But if we can work hard enough, we can take those complicated plans, boil them down to the essence, make them very simple and easy to articulate to the team. No bank shots are required here because if it's easy and simple and portable, 
for our team to understand and grasp and be able to play back to us, there's a much, much higher chance of that succeeding. In our firm, we use a tool called a VTO. It stands for a Vision Traction Organizer, and that's found in the EOS operating system for law firms and for really for any type of business that's small. And it stands for the Entrepreneurial Organization System. It's, it's identified and described in a book called Traction by Gina Wickham. It's a really popular system. And our firm uses that to great success because it really boils down our entire strategy onto two pages. And even within those pages, those are really more bullet points and identifying goals in the future and for the quarter and so forth. But it's been a great tool for our firm in making our vision and our plan simple to describe and simple to grasp and, and more simple to execute. You know what I've learned is that teammates, more than anything, they just want to be inspired by something bigger than them, a big vision and a simple plan is so much easier to internalize and get that kind of inspiration that we're looking for. All right, the third characteristic of high performing law firms is that they have decision velocity. What I mean by that is that every day as leaders, we are required to make decisions. And the quicker we can make those decisions, and often that's only with 60, maybe 70% of the available information in order to make that decision, the quicker we can make that decision, the faster the firm performance begins to pick up. The downside is obviously you're gonna make some poor decisions along the way, maybe more poor decisions than had you slowed down and waited longer. But if you're able to make decisions quickly, and pick up the pace. Yes, you're gonna make some poor ones along the way, but there's gonna be many more good ones made. And at the end of the day, the net of all of those good decisions far outweighs the slowing down and being afraid and asking for more information and seeking more information before you make those decisions. Speed in and of itself is a strategy and execution in a law firm, making those decisions quickly is a strategy to get ahead of our competitors. And I've also seen that flatter organizations can be a lot better at this for obvious reasons, right? There's fewer layers that you have to work through before you make a decision. But as leaders, if you can empower your team, keep your organization flat, if you can empower them to make decisions quickly, give them the ability to fail. If they can do that along the way, your firm will move faster, it will be more productive, and it will be more efficient over the long haul. The fourth characteristic of top performing law firms is that they measure and use regular employee engagement surveys. Now, the key here is to not only just measure, but to use those surveys in your decisions for, for moving the, the firm forward, especially around issues involving culture. Now, our firm, on a quarterly basis, what we do is we survey everyone on our team and we really pump it up. We make it a big deal. We push it out there. We describe it over and over again, and then we survey them. And it's an eight question survey. It's very simple. And we do the same exact eight questions every single quarter. But here's the key. When we're done, when we collect all of those responses, we publish that information out to our team. We let them see what they are saying, even the bad stuff. And there is every quarter, there is some that is an area that identifies where we can get a lot better. Then we identify those top one to three things that we can do something in the coming quarter or the coming year if it's a big enough issue. And we bring that to our planning and we incorporate that into our goal setting and our rock setting for the next quarter or the next year. So the questions that our firm uses are as follows. Number one, my workload is normally proportionate to my work schedule. Number two, I have the information I need to do my job effectively. Number three, in the last 30 days, my manager has showed how she or he valued my ideas, suggestions, and opinions. 
And for each of these, we're asking for like an essay type response if they want to give that. Number four, I have a career professional development plan here at the firm. Number five, in the last 30 days, I have witnessed examples of positive morale at work. Number six, my job responsibilities match the work I enjoy. Number seven, if you're on the legal team, name one element of the partner group model that works well for you and why. Number eight, if legal, name one element of the partner group model that does not work well for you and why. So the first six are very general. For us, those last two have to do with a certain plan and, and a program that we have in place in our firm that we use called our partner group model. So the first six anyone can use, the last two are something that's somewhat unique to our firm. And so we gather that those responses every quarter and assimilate them and put them to work. Number five, the fifth characteristic of top performing law firms is that their leaders are transparent. They are not in the habit of hiding the ball. They can explain their logic really well when they're asked. And when they are asked things that they don't know the answer to, they're secure enough to say, you know what? I don't know, but I can get that answer for you. They're also really good at delivering bad news. They don't shy away from that. They're direct about delivering that bad news whenever it needs to be given, especially in a one-on-one -on -one performance type scenario, but also in, in a group setting as well when it involves the entire firm. If there's something that is the absolute foundation of a leadership relationship, it comes back to trust. And I have found that transparency is a shortcut to building trust. So when new teammates come into our firm, I get the opportunity to meet with all of them in their first day and I give our story. And one of the things I talk about is that I'm really candid with, look, you don't know me. You have no reason whatsoever to trust me. Some people come in and they give me a certain amount of trust. Some come in extremely skeptical based on their past experiences and they give no trust. It takes time to build that. And I let them know right up front, I'm gonna do everything I can to share with you in an open, candid way because I wanna build trust with you as quickly as I can. I wanna break down those walls so you trust my motives and what I'm doing. And I have to consistently follow through on that. And I put myself out there to, for them to hold me accountable to that type behavior. And I want all the, the leaders on our team to do that is to seek accountability from their team, to be transparent, to be candid about what's going on with the firm and why. The sixth characteristic of top performing law firms is that the teammates know and understand why they are winning. In our firm, our strategy is built around what we call our three uniques. And that's something that we get out of the EOS process. And these are the three things that we believe that our firm does that no other firm does all three of these. Some of them do one of these or two of these, but no firm does all three of these. And these are, this is what makes us unique against our competition. And everyone on our team knows this. And they understand our emphasis around this and the purpose of identifying these three things for our team is so that they know why we are winning and how we go about delivering a winning performance in, in the marketplace. So in our case, our three uniques come down to these three things. First is that we have third-party client validation. You know, as of the recording of this, our firm has close to 8,000 public reviews and we even have them on our website for each individual attorney. We put them all on there even the negative ones, because we want to build trust with transparency with prospective clients. And over the years, we have built up 8,000 of these reviews. And as far as we know, there's no other family law firm that has this many. And we put those out there for everyone to see. They're all on our website and they're listed under the attorney's names. The second unique that our firm has is that we are 100% fixed fee, meaning when a client comes to us, they get certainty around what their fees are going to be. It's not left open-ended like an hourly type environment would. 
would. The third thing is that we are exclusively focused on family law. So we are very tightly focused around divorce and post-judgment cases and paternity cases. That's it. And so those three things taken together informs the building blocks of our winning strategy. And we're constantly sharing that with our team so they know and understand in a very simple way how and why we are winning as a team. The seventh characteristic of top performing law firms is that the pace of the practice is healthy and balanced. This particular characteristic is something that I've really struggled at. I have a tendency in my personality to be all gas all the time. And I need teammates around me who can be that voice that says, whoa, Jeff, let's slow up. Hold on here. Let's talk this through. Let's consider all of the options and slows me down. We need that in our firm because I'll run us over the edge of a cliff if given the opportunity to do that. And I remember where this really began to hit me hard was about three years ago. I had a teammate who really challenged me on this idea of being able to slow things down and offer support to my team. What I was really good at was challenging the team to reach these really monumental goals. But what I was really terrible at was giving them the support that they needed in order to achieve those things. All challenge, very little support. And she showed me where I was completely misguided in this area. I am so grateful to her for pointing that out to me and helping me understand where I was really letting my team down on building a culture that the pace was just not sustainable because there wasn't that level of support that needed to be there. These are environments that there are minimal fire drills. In a given year, there should not be a constant state of what feels like a fire drill to the team. There should be some time to decompress and to catch up. And what we try to do in our firm in order to achieve that is we have 90-day planning cycles and there's somewhat of a goal-setting, rock-setting time where we set our goals for that particular quarter that are gonna push us toward the, the full year goal. In our case, we call them rocks for quarters and goals for years. That's part of the US process again. And we follow that really strictly. And as we hit our goals throughout this quarter, that gives us time to kind of reset and start that process all over again in the following quarter. You know, what I've seen is that a great sign of teams and firms that are healthy in this area is that they set their goals and they meet most of them, but not all of them. Meeting, if they meet all of them, there's that question, are you sandbagging? If they never meet their goals, that tells me that we're and we've done this many times, we're just pushing too hard. We need to slow down and give ourselves an opportunity to actually meet our goals occasionally. So there should be some healthy balance there of missing a few, but hitting most of them on a, on a pretty consistent basis as the quarters go on. The eighth quality of top performing law firms is that the strongest teammates are the biggest supporters of the firm. What I have seen is that top performers, they love challenge and they love being around other top performers. And when they support the mission and the values and they drink the Kool-Aid of the culture of the firm, there is nothing holding that firm back from there. I can tell you as a leader, nothing gives me confidence more than to see these exceptional, extraordinary lawyers and human beings supporting and cheering for what we are doing as, an, as a team, setting the pace and modeling that sort of enthusiasm, both internally and externally at our firm. When I see the top performers leave our firm or any other firm that tells me there is something seriously damaging going on that needs to be identified. Conversely, when I see the weakest performers leave, that is usually a positive sign because they are not bought in. These weak performers are not bought in to what the firm is doing. And that's a good thing. That's addition by subtraction when that happens. Well, there you have it. Those are the eight characteristics of top performing law firms. I hope that it adds value to you as you build your practice.